Welcome back to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And I'm Lena. So this is a fun podcast week because it's my birthday week. Oh, here we go. Um, so I'll put my Venmo at the end of this podcast so you guys can Venmo <laughs> me stuff. Um, looking for sponsorships currently <laughs> to buy some new mics and things like that. Um, I like Jolton Joe's. I like scooters. I like El Porto. I like Wild Ass Soap. You know, anything local I will use. Soap on a rope. <laughs> oh, you're, yeah. What? My yeah. birthday is December 30th, Lena. Don't forget it. And the I'm, present is bought. What is it? It's, it's, well, I'm not going to tell you. Is it? What's the fun of unwrapping that? That's what, I love being it's this close to you. jammies. <laughs> New jammies. Stop. Yep, air jammies. The box is empty. Ew. Those no. Jammies you need. Yep. This girl's wearing pajamas. Oh, God. Okay. Go. Well, in studio with us, is this our first married couple? This is our is first it? married couple. Yes. Is it our first married couple? Yeah. Wait, well, Doug's shaking his head no. No, we don't have any. We've never interviewed another married no, couple. No, we haven't. We've done them separately. Yes. And, Doug, when you do get to start talking, you make sure that you're close to that mic. Yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> oh, what a stinker. Okay, so in studio with us, we have Doug and Bonnie Terry of McCook, Nebraska. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Okay. Yes. Say hi, Doug. Hi, Doug. Doug, closer to the mic. Hi, Doug. There we go. Atlanta, who brought him? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so um, I'll kind of get started on like, how, well, actually, we're going to do a little warm up for you guys first. I don't pick these. I want everyone to know I do not pick the warm ups. I find them torturous because I've been on the other end of it. Tis the season. No. This oh, is okay. a list. So there are going to be three list questions. Okay. okay. And you guys can work together as a team and you can't <laughs> use your phone. So the first the one. You know the song 12 Days of Christmas. Oh, yes. And I would like to know what was given on every day. And to go. Partridge in a pear tree. Check. Two calling birds. No, two turtle doves. Two turtle doves. Beautiful. Three, Three calling birds. birds. Four oh, French hens. Five. Five golden reins. Six geese elaine. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Seven swans is swimming. Eight. Eight maids milking. Oh nine. Lords a leaping. No. Uh, Ladies dancing. No. Close. I don't know. Tapping. Oh, drumming. Nine drummers drumming. Yes. Okay. Ten. Ten lords a leaping. No. Where are we at? No, we're at 10. We're at 10. I don't know. I always go, I don't know 10, 11, and 12. I don't even know how to make this instrumental sound. (laughs) Piper's piping. Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, 11. Lords of Leaping. You already said this one once. (laughs) Sons of Swim? No. 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 Come on. Uh, Give me a clue. 11. Oh, yeah, we got that. Ladies Ladies dancing. dancing. Oh, I thought we did that. And 12. It's got to be Lord Leaping. Yeah, Lord Leaping. Beautiful. (laughs) Good, good. Oh, my gosh. I would check. 100. (sighs) Good, great. Okay. Um, Oh, my gosh. You guys are so good. Oh, my gosh. I high five. Claire would have been like, pull your weight. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. um, Now, all the reindeer. And if you'd like to sing it, you can. Rudolph. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Donner. Comet, Cupid, Donner. Comet, yeah. There you go. Sorry. I was okay. Wow. Come on, teacher. And so this I one, know. I looked this one up, and he was on a lot of lists, and I've never heard of him. Olive? Olive. No. I've never heard of that. Me either. But. Oh, I've heard of Olive, but he's not really, like, with Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, in a... What? There's he, a different show. Like, yeah, I don't he know. I don't think we have a drunk on Martini, and I've yeah. never heard from him again. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, and you have to list ten Christmas Christmas okay. Christmas songs. Silent Night, Beautiful. Jingle Herald. Bells, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, We Wish a Merry Christmas, Fleece Navidad. Oh, um, Santa got ran over. No, got ran over <laughs> yeah. we're at six. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, good. 
Did jingle you, bells? Did, did we do jingle, jingle bells? Jingle bells. You Rudolph? didn't say that one. No. Um, eight. Feliz Navidad. I already said that. Oh, did you? Oh. To the mic. To the mic. Um, Shimmy up there. Not when we're fighting. (laughs) Hark the Herald Angels. Did you do that one? I don't know. Uh, If I don't remember, they don't remember, we get counted. Okay, fine. One more. Twelve days of Christmas. Awesome. So good. That is. Okay, and three names for Santa. Jolly old Saint Nicholas. Oh, there's another song. Mm-hmm. I probably should move away. Santa and Old Saint Nick. That's what I said. Jolly yeah. old Saint Nicholas. So you need one more. Hmm. Chris Kringle. There you go. Oh, good. yeah. Good, good job. Wow. Nice. Jeez. Nice. I yeah, I was struggling. Did you have it? <laughs> well, you got the uh, answers. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of knew. That was good. That was really good. You know what? You'd be a really good Santa Claus. Yeah, Willie told me that before. <laughs> <laughs> Willie. As he was pulling on my beard. That's oh. hilarious. Good job, <laughs> Willie. That's a smart kid. All right. So, um... Was I like shouting in your ear? Sorry. No, I, I just felt like maybe I need a mint and, you know, Germex because you're scared of buying gold. No. So I ended up, I feel like I've talked about you guys before. Probably to my volleyball team, but I met the Terrys my first season working here. And I don't know if Doug drove us to North Platte. And like we didn't, you, we hardly knew each other. First time I drove you was Beatrice. Or what? Was it Beatrice? Yeah. And then we got back and you announced that you was pregnant with Trip. <laughs> Aww. The second time I drove you was to North Platte. When we got back, he announced you was pregnant with Letty. Oh, jeez. Yikes. They are. They're not mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I just drove perfect. the bus. I didn't deliver the package. <laughs> oh. Perfect. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, Bonnie. Oh. Um, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, was I told him to be good. Yeah. No, he's fine. He's just, <laughs> yeah. um, I can't get in trouble this time. And so he introduced me. Well, I don't know. I met you, and then, like, randomly you texted me. I didn't have your phone number, but you had mine. And you're like, hey, we're doing a – you didn't even tell me what it was for, an ice cream social out at the church. And I had, like, no idea, like, what was going on. And I was like, oh, free ice cream. Leah, let's do this. And so all the girls came. Uh, Clay and I came. And then that's when I met Abby, your daughter. Um, I still remember it like it was yesterday because it was downstairs. Mm-hmm. And – Abby like greeted me like we have known each other like our whole life and she was so happy that I was there and I was like and I didn't that was the first time I'd ever knew that like knew about Abby um and it was the coolest thing and ever since then like I feel like we've you know we've been pretty close and Doug drives our bus and so um since he drives our bus I kind of like yeah we're like family so he's in my McCook family which then that came Bonnie and (laughs) Um, your kids and all of them, all of them, and Abby and everybody. So, how did you? No, I don't know how many kids they have. Four. We have four. Mm-hmm. We have three boys and Abby. Yep. Justin is our oldest. He's twenty nine, and then we have Koi, who's twenty five, and Abs, and then Quentin is sixteen. Yep. Okay. Q. Uh-huh. Yep. Our little Q. Do you shop at the Buckle? No, not very much. Okay, you know, you probably know Kaya. Yeah, you would have met, you know, Kaya, Kaya Terry. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, their daughter. That's our daughter in law. Because she's married to the oldest one. Okay, okay, yes. Yeah. And we have the cutest grandbabies in town. They're like adorable. Yeah, they're so cute. cute. Kaya is like, she's great. She's so funny. She fits right in with the family. She does, yeah. She's a good volleyball player. She is a good volleyball player. Yeah. She's awesome. Yep. I don't think I've ever met Kaya where she hasn't just been in a cool, spunky mood really yeah yeah she's she is she's always she is so sweet <laughs> yeah yeah when i realized that she was like related to doug somehow i was like oh we poor thing <laughs> we are twins yeah i could look just like it yep mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah how did you, how do you know the terry's my mother-in-law and doug are first cousins you just found that out well yeah i, didn't, I we were at a family function together at in trenton it was Uncle Dick, Dick and Aunt Georgie's yes. 50th anniversary. Yes. Thank you very much. See, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was I there? Yes, you were oh. there. Okay. So, Doug, you drive the bus for McCook Community College. 
You don't have to tell us who your favorite sports team is that you drive for. We already know. <laughs> um, besides that, you also have a, what What else do you do on the side? A land surveying business. Mm-hmm. What is Carry that? Carry family surveying. So what, what, like for people that don't know what surveying is, I would like the layman's terms. The layman's terms? When it's ground like, is purchased or people can't get along with their neighbors, construction. Okay. And so what? What do you do? You just go in and measure it or? Yeah, sure. Okay. Layman's terms. All right, yeah. Measure. So if you need a surveyor, call Doug Terry Surveying. Um, Terry Bob, Family Surveying. Terry Family oh, Surveying. Oh, I knew I messed that up. Shoot. <laughs> Um, and Bonnie, what did you do prior to what we're going to talk about? Well, I, for almost 20 years, was the preschool teacher at the Child Development Center at the college. Mm-hmm. So, and I love, love, loved my job because I got to be with the preschoolers and um, I got to work with the college students that came in that were in the early childhood development program. So, yeah. Did the three boys or the two boys go to school with you too? Um, yeah, and that's a big reason I went into early childhood um, because my mom never worked, so she was always home, and um, I just I wanted to be able to have my kids with me. So yeah, they they all they all went to the college. You guys had Skylar Kalinsky on, I know, and mm-hmm. uh, Justin and Skylar are very good friends, and they're the same grade, best friends. Um, yeah. So and then actually, I'm related to. Uh, Tyler, Darren is um, my mom's, Darren's mom and my mom are cousins. So, yeah, through the whole Esch family, like everything. So, yeah, Kenzie, um, you know. Okay, so did you also work there at the same time, uh, Kaylin Harris? Yes. Okay, so, like, that must have been, like. Well, I was actually, like, yeah, she was a student. Because Kaylin's younger than me, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, she was a student (laughs) in our program. What? Nothing. Well, so, yeah, she was a student in our program. And then, um, yeah, they came back to McCook, and she worked at the daycare. Yeah. So, yeah. I, like, put it all together because I remember when she was telling me that she worked there. And I was like, wait, so you must have worked at the same time. Um, Yeah. Yeah, because she, like, went to school and then came back and worked there. Yeah. 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 So, um you have any questions? Keep going. There you go. go Okay. So um, what, so you worked at the daycare. What did you, were you from McCook? Yeah, I went, my family lives on a farm. We farm north of McCook about 10 miles. And so we went to school at Red Valley, which is now Southwest. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, and I went to McCook College and um, yeah. Cool. Doug, where are you from? I grew up in Hamlet, went to school in Juanita. Interesting. Have you ever been to Hamlet? I have not. Hamlet's like a little itty bitty village. (coughs) Oh gosh, why are you? Okay. And you went to school where? Juanita. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. Before it was Juanita Juanita Palisade. Yeah, Yeah, it's yeah they didn't. (laughs) It was just Juanita. When did Juanita consolidate? Ninety-two, I think. Okay. Because I think Colin Sudas. Graduated in 90 or 91. He was the last class. Okay. And it was in my time. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. Is it within your time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why did you guys, like, come back to McCook? Or you guys really never left McCook, right? Yeah. Family is huge to mm-hmm. me and community. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of a better place to raise your family and your kids. Um you know, we spend a lot of time in Denver, and it's just so big. I can't even imagine living there, you know. I like knowing where all of my family is and mm-hmm. those roots. Yeah. All right. So you ended up having your third child. Yep. Abby, Abby is our – yep, she's, yep, she's our third. third. Right. Yeah. So tell, us, tell us a little bit about Abby. Um, we uh, – there's quite a – a little bit of a difference between Justin and Quake is our 29 and 25, and then Abby is 19, um, and then Quentin is 16. <laughs> so it's kind of like we had the two, and then we took a we break. We didn't and pay then attention got... in health class. Oh, <laughs> I know somebody. I know somebody yeah. right here. Same. <laughs> yep. Same. Yep. That was good spacing, though. Like, it yeah. was like they were, like, all, like, okay, so then you, they could help yeah. with the other one. 
Oh okay. yeah, they were so much help. <laughs> still, 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 <laughs> still so much. Yeah. Oh gosh. But um, yeah, Abby was normal pregnancy, healthy baby, little girl. Um, Wait, did you guys find out what you were having, or mm-hmm. were you? Yeah, yeah, because and I made Justin Quaga with me when we saw the ultrasound. Aww. They were yeah, because I was so excited to get a little girl. <laughs> Love it. Okay, but um, yeah, she was very healthy and normal, normal everything. And when Abby was three, she had her very first seizure. When we were home. She had the flu, and she was playing teacher because she wanted to be like me. So she was playing teacher, and she was standing on a stool teaching her class and she um I was I was actually nursing Quentin because he was itty bitty and um she fell off the stool and I was like happy and and then she just kind of had a seizure which I had never seen before and I called our doctor and freaking out and she's like well she's she's sick you know that happens and then she slept for a little bit and then she's like she'll probably it's probably just from being sick and about two hours later she had another one and they called them back, and they're like, okay, we need to see her. So that was the start of our long journey with Abby. Mm-hmm. So, Did it take a long time before they discovered what they ended up giving? Or like... Yeah. The diagnosis? The, yeah, the diagnosis. Yeah. Yep. Abby um, doesn't just have epilepsy. She has... It's called Lennox-Gustav syndrome. And we doctored in Omaha for about four years at Children's Hospital. And um, they just kept giving us drugs. And when we first Abby went, drugs, yeah, when we first went, the first thing he said was, oh, this is common. When kids are three, they start having seizures and we can control it with medication. And then by the time they hit puberty, they outgrow it. And you won't even know this happened in your life. So that's what we left thinking. OK, we can deal with this. But none of the medications helped Abby. And she kept having all different types of seizures. Um, and she just kept getting worse and worse. And finally, in December um, of that four years, uh, our neurologist there was like, I don't know what to do for you. So he referred us to Children's Hospital out in Denver. And um, we got an appointment in January. And we have doctored there since with Dr. Park. And when Abby was seven, she was diagnosed with LGS. So um, actually, it's a miracle that we got that diagnosis so early because we belong to an LGS support group. And so many families don't get it till their kids are like 19, 27, older. And I can't imagine not not knowing <laughs> what it is, but yeah. Um, so when this all was happening, how how were you guys? Like- well, according to the doctor that gave her the diagnosis, because I wasn't there, I came home. Because Bonnie and Abby stayed for. How long was the EEG? Like three, four, or five days. And this guy, not Dr. Park, she's amazing. Guy came in like, well, she has LGS and you guys will be divorced within a year. Those were his exact words. Yeah, I'm like, what do you, what is this? And he was like, yep, that's usually what happens. And, but he had a whole room of like interns with him. So I think he was trying to look cool, you know, and I'm like, I don't even know what Lennox Gusto is. Like, what are you right. talking about? Yeah. And we just, this is our baby girl you're talking about. Yeah. And now you're going to bring our relationship yeah. into that? And I wasn't there, Doug, so I don't oh, have you... a felony, felony on my record. <laughs> I was going to say, I was I was literally Gosh. like, what did Doug say or do? And yeah. that's when Doug got kicked out of the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't show me which doctor it was. That would have been hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard not knowing what... When your child is sick, not knowing what's going on. And she was young enough to yeah. that, like, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Mom, I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah. Where? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's every day. Yeah. Like. Even today. Even today. Mm-hmm. Probably worse today than then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Abby was right on track when she went to kindergarten. I mean, I taught preschool. So she knew. Letters, numbers, her address, she knew how to write. and I mean, she knew all that stuff. And now she's 19, and she's lost all that. She's probably at a three-year-old level, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So what was the process after you went to Denver and they did the diagnosis? And, like, what was the next steps moving forward? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Medications, which Abby, we have discovered, and they have discovered is super, super sensitive to medication. 
So um, we went through periods of she would get very, very angry and violent. She would lose weight. She would gain weight. Um, nothing, none of that was helping. So then she had her first procedure, which was the vagal nerve stimulator. She's got a device in her neck right here. Um, it was supposed to kind of like shock her when she would have a seizure so the seizures wouldn't be as bad. Um, and then we had a magnet too, like if she would cluster, which means she has more than like more than one seizure, like you know sometimes she clusters and has 30. Um, you could swipe it and it would it's supposed to like help. It would never stop Abby's seizures, but we do think at first it helped it helped with interrupt them. Yeah, helped the recovery time. Yeah, the recovery time was better, but. And then um, before the ketogenic diet was a thing, Abby was, they, it was for epilepsy patients. Um, so we were admitted to the hospital for another week. Um, and basically they took everything away from Abby food-wise, um, hooked her up to IVs, all she could have was a little water. And then we started over and they put her on a, a very, very strict ketogenic diet. Um, I had to weigh all of her food um, she couldn't have any sweets or, you know, she couldn't even have a whole hot dog at that time. We had to weigh it and stuff. Um, this, I think that helped a little bit, but not a lot. Cause I still had three boys at home that needed to eat. <laughs> so, and one of my stories about that is, um, Justin graduated from high school at that time and we made tons and tons of cupcakes for his reception and I'd went and showered and came out and <laughs> Abby was in her room and on the stove, the lid was on the one, co- one of the containers, but all the frosting was licked off. Like it was gone. Oh <laughs> my gosh. And then Abby I've never struggled. Heard this story. Yeah. <laughs> Abby Wait, struggled. it was you, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I probably was not there. How, how old had she been at that time? Um, how old was Justin? 10 years apart. So. Eight. Yeah. So yeah. So so we did that and we did it for three months and it didn't really help. So now she's on a modified Atkins. We don't do any sugars with her and really watch her carbs. And then the summer of twenty twenty one, she had a major surgery called corpus callosotomy. And basically what they did was they cut her brain in half. Um, hoping to disrupt the seizures because her seizures are all over her brain. Um, so it's hard to pinpoint the medication and the, the procedures to take care of that for her. So they were hoping by cutting it in half, it would disrupt it. But um, we were, only supposed, great until we were only supposed to be in the hospital for five days. Which and is so crazy. I remember when Doug told me that. I was like, five days after, yeah. like, they cut open a skull? Like, yeah. it's so crazy. But um, Abby ended up having what they called uh, major disassociation syndrome, which means she lost the ability to do everything. So, like, when she came out of surgery and we were in ICU that first night, she was okay. She was talking, and she swallowed her pills. And then slowly as the night went on, I was like, there's something wrong. And I was really worried she was going into status, which um, means that she has a seizure that's continuing and it won't stop. And um, so they checked that. And then by the next morning, she couldn't set up. She couldn't talk. She couldn't couldn't swallow her pills. Um, It was awful. And she was that way for, I don't know, we were out there over a month. Were there 34 days the first time. Yeah. So we were, they said, sometimes this happens. Um, our surgeon, our neurosurgeon, said she'd never seen anybody have a case as bad as Abby. So they put us up on the floor, and then she after. She was an And then we had to go down to the um, rehab floor, and we were there for quite a while. With had to do speech and OT and physical therapy like three times a day, and it was rough. How did Abby take all of that? Was she angry? Better than mom and dad. Yeah. She just was, wasn't, she didn't do anything, you know, she just laid there. So it was hard. It was hard on us, I think, because we were the ones, we were her parents. And we said, yeah, let's do this because we thought it would help her. And actually, when we got home, we do think it helped. Like, we went to... We went to the fair, like the biggest thing when we got home. Well, we came home 
the Friday before the 4th of July. And I was so excited to be home because I missed my boys so much. I can't even tell you. That was like Quentin was playing baseball. Justin's got these babies. You know, I've got Koi. I, it was awful. I, and we weren't here. And um, I'm a little overbearing as a mom. <laughs> but um, we came home and we were here for the 4th of July and I was so excited. And our nurse, our neighbor that's a nurse, came to see Abby and she's like, oh my gosh, your incision looks amazing. It looks awesome. You guys are doing so good. And then that night she was in the bathroom and I was like, what's going on? And she had stuff coming from one of her incisions here. Yeah, she got an infection. And um, we called Denver the next morning and they're like, you guys need to get back out here. And I was like, no. <laughs> and actually went back out on Koi's birthday on the we 6th did. of July. And they had to operate on her again because she had an infection in the brain or in the bone. So it was really, really serious. It was awful. But took everything back out, flushed her, cleaned looked, it all up. She looked like an oompa loompa. I mean, yeah, her eyes swelled shut. They used two liters of fluid to flush everything out, and that just all retained in her face. Yeah, it was it was rough. But, but then we got home and she was doing good. And then the fair came around and she went to the rodeo and she was just, she was so good. She was excited and she could stay for the whole thing. And, and then probably about October, she started to regress again. So it didn't last very long. And then actually this past year in April, March, March, Oh, yeah, right after their birthdays, or on Abby's birthday. Um, we had another surgery, and they implanted, it's called a RNS device. So it's a kind of like a pacemaker, but it's on her skull right here. And it has two probes that go down to the thalamus in the middle of her brain. And it's supposed to help shock the seizures and do stuff. But um, so far, it's not really doing a lot. So we go back the 19th. They adjust it every time we go and then it messes us up for <laughs> for a while they're talking about maybe putting another device on the other side it's a pretty new procedure so the people that have the rns actually come from utah when we come to denver they meet us because it's such a new new device and a new thing um so i don't know but abby's very famous in the yeah. <laughs> they talk about she's probably Abby just known as a patient number but she's very yeah everything that they say this shouldn't happen happens like yeah yeah so going back when this all happened you ended up having to quit your job i did yeah um, Abby needed full-time care yeah abby was able to go to school um and she went all through school but um her fourth grade year was really tough. They, she had an amazing pair because she had to have a pair with her at all times. Um, but Abby was having so many seizures at school, and they'd make her so tired and wipe her out. So I was having to leave work early. And, you know, when you have kids at daycare and, yeah. and staffing and numbers, you know, it's just not easy to do. And, um, yeah, so it was a very, very hard decision to, to do that because, mm -hmm. like I said, I love my job. But Abby came first, mm -hmm. so. And Doug, you kept working. I did. Somebody had to. Actually, about day 20 that we was in the hospital last summer is when Terry family surveying came up. Because mm -hmm. Bonnie didn't know what she was going to do if I went back to work full time. Yeah. Because that's, it's got to be, it's got to be, yeah, it's stressful. It is stressful. And it's, Abby's bigger now. And so mm -hmm. I can't. If she falls, I can't get her up myself. Yeah. Um, She's the beauty. I'm the muscle. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you wouldn't have uh, pointed that out, I, I never would have put it me together myself. either. Yeah. No, no, definitely not. I just realized something. Is this for me? Yes, it is. <gasps> but I'm going to need your jacket. You're fine. I'm sorry. It there, is like 55 degrees in here. I'm going to take that Thank green you. screen down. Yeah. I was going to say there's a blanket. Wear it. <laughs> oh, my. Did you guys get a Cobza? <laughs> Yeah, isn't it delicious? Oh, gosh. That's what she I told know. me to get to her. That's what I mean. I it's, know. You're mm. just fueling her ego of, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, so. Anyway. So good. Um, shout out, JJ's. Um, 
it's my birthday week. Jolt and Joe's, if you like, want to like oh my gosh. do something. <laughs> yeah, right along. Uh, so you started, yeah. So you worked for somebody, and then you ended up not so, not so much splitting ways, but just for the betterment of your family to help well, out. Well, and he became licensed, so he mm-hmm. went through a lot to become a licensed surveyor, which is awesome. And Congrats. so then he was able to start, yeah, yeah, and it. Doug does everything for his family. I don't know if you guys yeah. know that or not. Uh, he He's is, an I awesome think, guy. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he does, is. I mean, I, Discipline. I would, <laughs> he does everything for your family. And, like, anybody, I think, that probably asks Doug, he's going to be there to help. I'm quite sure there's, like, a few. I could probably name five men in McCook. If I had a flat tire on the side of the road, Doug would be there. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was something that happened one time in you. And, time, and Doug was like, I, on the weather, I don't try to remember like, what it was. Because you passed me somewhere in Maywood and you had a truck and trailer. I don't remember. But you're like, You passed me. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what had happened. Do you think you made these cookies? Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no. You should try one. I'm, yeah, if that's going to happen. All of those. Yeah, I know. Uh, one thing I have just like from the outside looking in and you guys can touch base on this, but the boys have been nothing but a support system. And I know that this is probably really hard on them too, but from outside looking in, I've never seen them like not like they've, they're nothing but help. Our boys are amazing. Um, and I always, I always look at life as everything happens for a reason. Doug doesn't always agree with me. Um, um, I'm right there with you. I'm not sure why. Everything does happen for a reason. <laughs> it does. But you might not have an answer to some yeah. of them. Not I'm always not, a good reason, but a reason. No, <laughs> I think it always happens because, like, I, it sucks without me. Yeah, it sucks. But our boys are amazing. Like, Justin had a chance to go off and play ball, like baseball, um, and, like, out of state. Out of country. And he had a chance to go to France and play professional baseball mm-hmm. after his two years at McCook. And he just, he knew he needed to stay here. Or, or we didn't say, no, you've got to stay. <laughs> we always encourage them to do whatever so they can go. But, um, yeah, I just, and they're just kind and they're caring. Um, Quentin is the one that's had to live with it all of his life. He's never known Abby without seizures. You know, and my big boys, they were there, but... Um, the sporting part of our family, I'm not really an athlete, but I did wear my football shirt. Um, <laughs> but I was the one that went to a lot of practices and I drove a lot of practices and pick up and had little wins in the back of the car or was nursing a baby in the front seat while they were practicing bit football or, you know, whatever was going on. Um, so Quentin, Quentin was always like around like that, but our big boys are really getting it now. Like what life is like about. So. Especially since they have yeah. Koi, right? He has kids. No, no. Koi doesn't. Justin, yeah, Justin does. does. Justin does. Not yet. Nope, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I just, I think it's made them more aware of people um, in the community and in the stores or anywhere, you know. Um, one story I always share with when I come and do my Abby talk is uh, we were at District Wrestling like in Scotts Bluff or somewhere. And we were in a hotel, and it was for Koi. And Abby, Quentin, and I were and Doug were in the hotel, and Quentin was just little. And we were walking down the hallway to go to the pool because you always had to go to the hotel at the pool. And Abby had a drop attack and a seizure in the middle of the hallway, and she's seizing. And Doug went back to get something, and Quentin's there by me, and I'm holding Abby because she's on the floor. And this older man walks by, and he's just, like, staring. And Quentin's like, you don't have to stare. She's having a seizure. She has epilepsy. <laughs> And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, I'm so sorry. What can I do to help? He's like, we've got it. We're fine. But you don't need to stare. And so um, that's one of the reasons I really speak out and advocate for Abby um, is for also for my boys because, you know, people need to know. And Koya is Abby's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Koya is Abby's favorite? Really? Mm-hmm. He's the only one that does call her butthead every time. Oh. <laughs> the, the, they are. They're like regular like siblings. It's great. I need to see a family picture. I oh need my to gosh. put this all together because I'm Yeah, find yeah. something. <laughs> Doug on a Facebook. Boo. I did get off Facebook. Yeah. Smart decision with the Nebraska football program. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. You would have been kicked off. Maybe by now. Yeah. Uh, oh 
Um, you did not prepare me at all. Oh, sorry. That's okay. It's okay. I know. Yeah. I just. Um, I think one thing that I've learned, my biggest thing that I've learned, I'm, I'm just like Bonnie. I'm very optimistic and, you know, everything happens for a reason, but sometimes you, you don't know why that reason is. And, um, you're never going to give it, give, you're never going to be given anything that you can't handle. And like these guys are, there's Doug They you know, they're this, the whole Terry family, they're just huge. They're just so full of heart, like love and community and all these things. And I just know like during like COVID for instance, um, when I was at home and I was just like, Oh, on house arrest, I felt like with these two small humans, um, cause my maternity leave was like nine months long, like, like eight oh, weeks too long. Yeah, and I sure. was like, okay. I just okay. do so much better without like being around my kids so much. But then you got to, at the end of the day, like it's, I, I should be so happy that, you know, my kids are healthy mm-hmm. and it's about, you know, um, and you, you look at Bonnie, like that's your choice. Those are your kids and you have to love them no matter what. And just at the end of the day, be happy that they're here. And, and Abby's like, she's reached so many limits that, she probably shouldn't have reached, but she did because she just keeps, you know, keeps proving people wrong and keeps like going over the next mountain, which is awesome. Um, and Bonnie does that every single day with no complaints. And I guess that's my biggest thing. Like I never want to complain about my children when my kids are perfectly healthy. No, it's okay. We complain about our children. (laughs) But like, you know, like, and I've never heard anything negative come out of any of the Terry families now it's ever well per- apparently I don't have a family picture. oh my gosh I mean every I have... now and then Doug will like ugh, he's yeah Bonnie you know what I'm talking about but yeah, I need a family picture. Um, uh, you know COVID was a <laughs> COVID was a eye-opener for everyone it didn't it, it really, didn't really yeah. affect our family because yeah Abby and I are home like yeah. Um, and I think maybe even made a post about it. Yeah. No, but like, yeah, it was like, like, I knew during like COVID, I'm like, there is yeah. nothing. Like, like we miss stuff all the time, you know, yeah. and, and people are whining that, you know, we can't go to the store. We can't go. They didn't have the concert. fair. They, they can't go, go to the concert, concert, you know, and right. things like that. And I'm like, and, but you know, the blessing of COVID, I got all that time with Quentin at home. Like, <sighs> yeah, that's it awesome. was awesome because, yeah. um, and he actually, like, hung out with me. Like, not all the time because he does like to play yeah. games and stuff. But, um, yeah, I just treasured all of my time with him. Like, it was sad he didn't get to do some of well, his sporting things. Yeah. And, you know, like, because we're always on the go with, like, that kind of stuff. So but when was the COVID year? 19 and 20? 2020. 2020. 2019 and 20. Yeah, 2019, 2020. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, so Abby had brain surgery in June of 21. Quentin blew his knee out playing football in September and had to have complete knee reconstruction survey in September of 21. So I don't know how much the good Lord expects us to take, but my poor wife's been through the ringer. No, She's married to me. You know, that was was a good thing, though, for Quentin because it it made him sit back and realize, like, (laughs) what... he wants and what he can do and like he wasn't out like he's like it was tough the first day that ride home from lexington was tough like because he was hurt and he rode home with us and it was it was bad and then after that like we talked and quentin's like you know what i'll recover i'm i'm gonna get better i can i will be better i will be back and abby's not you know so um yeah just having that and at 15 that's pretty insightful and that was a long nine-month rehab. But he never whined about going for PT. He wouldn't have done the surgery that day. Made it back for baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, Terry, they're just so thankful. Like, I don't know. They're they're just... Even Bonnie's with everything raised, that you guys have been through. Bonnie's raised us all well. Yeah, she, job, there's Bonnie. clearly yeah she's done something. I don't and I don't know how he got stuck with that guy, but 
Yikes. Oh, because he was cute. You guys saw <laughs> I know, his picture. I saw that. My yeah. gosh, he was adorable. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like, look at this hot babe. I got. <laughs> that would have been, like, been my daughter. I would have been like, um, no. Yeah. Just Back up. Yeah. I would have been like, Back nope. Up. No. Okay. What did you tell your mother when you got home late the first night? Oh, this is a true story. So the night Doug and I met accidentally, because I was with my friend Sandy, and Doug was with his friend Don. And she's like, oh, I know that guy. Don had a Corvette, a purple Corvette. And they were at a gas station. And we were like, you know, back in the day, we cruised. Like, that's what we did. You'd cruise around McCook and listen and maybe get some tato lays and sour cream and drive around. (laughs) You missed out. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. yeah, you were having baby formula. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we we hooked up with these guys, and so of course Don and Sandy like took off and left us. And I don't think you can say hooked up. With well, them. like they back in the day not hooked right, up, but right. like yeah. sorry. I, no, I knew what you meant. Okay, I was yeah, the PG yeah. version of that. So anyway, yeah. I was waiting for Sandy, trying to find her because I had to take her home, and I was late because I had a curfew, and I went in and told my parents I was home, and I'm like, Mom. I just met the guy I'm going to marry. And she's like, you are in so much trouble, but whatever. I'm like, no, I'm not telling you that to get out of being grounded. Like, I really did. And then he never called for like two weeks. He couldn't remember my name. Okay. I got hurt at a track meet earlier in the day. Oh. My mother, who was a nurse, loaded me up with Motrin and sent me to town. So. I think Don finally thought of it like at two in the morning and wrote it down. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. History. No. You really went home. I did. And I think That's my amazing. mom was like, she That's was like, crazy. whatever. I'm like, no, I really did. And then he didn't call. <laughs> and I'm sure my mom's like, yeah, the guy you're going to marry. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't yeah, even call yeah. you. <laughs> but, uh-huh. It wasn't that long. Well, seemed like it. Heart. <laughs> yeah. Seemed like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, (laughs) did we say at the beginning how long they've been together no how long have you guys been together forever we've known each other for 36 years oh that's precious we've been married for how long i don't know you got it wrong the other day i did not 31 we we celebrated our 30th anniversary in the hospital in Denver. we did Mm -hmm. with abby yep five-star hotel sixth floor (laughs) overlooking the city and she did nothing but complain yeah (laughs) had panda express for supper yeah what more could a girl want yeah Yeah, some orange chicken Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah people coming and checking on us every hour Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah what has been the most difficult thing that you guys have had to do or with all of this when we were in the hospital and Doug had to come home and I was there by myself mm-hmm. I, that was hard but I mean I was thankful because I wanted him home with Quentin but I wanted him there because we was, were in Denver, yeah. and we don't have family out in Denver. Like, we have That's nobody tough. out there. And yeah. it was COVID also, like, you know, the after effects. So you could only have so many people, and you're, like, the two of us was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was hard. Um, and just seeing Abby go through that, like, and knowing that we chose that for her. Like, oh yeah, it's hard to make our choices for Abby. Like, I'm always asking, we're always asking ourselves, is this the right thing or not? Yeah, because we had we had to do we had to go through the guardianship thing right. with Abby because she turned eighteen, and so yeah, it was a hundred percent our decision to do this. Well, yeah, like Abby could. I know it's just we just want her quality of life to be good, mm-hmm. and we always ask ourselves how much more, how much more do we put her through? But then if we don't do stuff like. Are we holding back? Are we Are we not? It's just... Then you're second-guessing yourself. Should we have done it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of praying, a lot of soul-searching. But I, for me, that was the hardest part, when he would leave. Like, because I could see that there's this big... I don't know, what's that? That hill, <laughs> that expressway. No, oh. like when you left. Oh, I-225 or whatever. You know, I'd look out, my, out there our window, and I would just... I'd be like... Oh, He's going home, and here I am. But that was that was hard. What about I had some really dark days on that. What's your hardest? I don't know what. 
You don't talk a lot. Leaving. Leaving mm-hmm. to come home. And then, you know. Because she made me. I would have stayed the whole time. But A 15-year-old living by himself is fine. <laughs> no. Right? It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, gave, that was I gave up drinking way too soon to be going through all this. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing I love about Doug is like even it, the hardest times, he always does have some good chuckle. Yeah, you know that's oh, yeah, some lots of, of them. Oh uh, yeah, I know. I've but not not you. for the air. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's we a can, we can We can mark this one as explicit. <laughs> yeah. Take the kids so, out of the room. When did you graduate high school? Uh, 2006. 2006. Yeah. That was the year Quentin was born. So mm. it took you 16 years, years to go from a panther to a cougar? I have n- no. <laughs> um, and I'm not a cougar. <laughs> I am younger than Clay. But I was a panther. Good job. You remembered where I went to school. Um, oh, man. <laughs> Your guests. Your I, guests. Your family. Uh, <laughs> oh. So, that's, yeah, yeah, get it. Yeah. If Jake's you knew side. her mother-in-law, you yeah. wouldn't have never had me. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, who has been somebody that's been just like in the community? Just, you only get Each of you get to name one person that you just feel like is, you know, made your days better or helped out a lot. You only get to pick one. Family or non-family? Non-family. Ooh. Because I do think this community rocks. So I am going to say the college. I know that's not one person, but they let me come and talk to their athletes and do my Abby story. And um, I can't do a lot for Abby. You know, when your child is sick, you can give them Tylenol and hold them and rock them and love them and hope they get to feel them better. I can't help Abby. Like, I, ca- I can't make her better. And so the one thing I can do for Abby is advocate for her. And the college lets me do that, lets me come and share my story with her. And you guys have students from all over. And so I always say, you know, when you leave here, because most of them will not stay in McCook, mm-hmm. <laughs> take Abby's story with you and, and, you know, spread the awareness and talk about Abby's story and, and share it. What How about, about you? you, Doug? Yeah, Doug. I'd like to know yes. this. I'd like to know this, too. You only get to pick one person. She got to pick a whole group of well, people. Well, that's because she went first, so. Yeah. Yep. She makes the rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's been talking the most, so. Yep. I have been, it. yes. One person. What was the question again? That's, like, been somebody that helps you out or that just made you kind of feel more at ease or. Has always been there. Always been there. No. Come on, Doug. You I, have someone. Yeah. Actually, I know a couple. Okay, let's hear them. Colin Seward and Tom Bredvik. I can call them two up anytime. Wait, who was the first one? Colin Suda. Colin Suda? He's the one always taking pictures at the walk. Okay, and then Tom Bredvik. No. Who's always talking at the walk? Yes, yeah. But we coached at Felling for. I coached baseball at Felling Field for. 22 straight years because we didn't pay attention in health class and there's so much because <laughs> Abby played one year of softball T softball and that closed the gap between Coy getting done and Quentin starting Felling mm-hmm. Field is a very special place to our family yeah it's so an yeah, awesome place I would I would say those two guys if she got to name a whole group <laughs> whole yeah. entity yeah that's hard because we do rely on her family a lot. Although I've been around forever. Like You guys have a huge family, though. She has a huge family. Yeah, or, yeah I knew somebody did. So Ours is all inbred. We don't even want to go oh, into that. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Some, Bortner. Oh. Bill and Carol Bortner. Are yeah, they like made yes. a lot of freaking yeah, good food. Carol was the cook at the college when your girls okay, were yeah. little. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I got to work with my mom. Yeah. It was so much fun. And still do. Well. Back, back to, because Bonnie works at the Selborne on Mondays now. 
and her mom works there again. Mm -hmm. The lady that owns the Branding Iron Cafe, if you guys are ever. You need to take me there sometime. You, you should come to, yes, you should come Let's to lunch because okay. her name's Hazel and she is, her and my mom have been best friends since they were like two. Uh -huh. And she is like our bonus aunt. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I help on Mondays and it's my, it's my day away. It's my. I keep wanting to send my girls to Hazel to learn how to make pies. Yeah, like, they're amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Don't do that. Just have Hazel make the pies. Well, you know, there's that, too. But that's <laughs> longevity in them coming. I don't know, but, like, after every walk in my shoes when they have, like, their big meal, <laughs> invite me to Thanksgiving <laughs> one day. It is the, All of the food was just amazing. <sighs> yeah, I have – we have very – amazing family um Haley's always willing for her girls to chalk the sidewalk so Haley can go eat that's literally <laughs> I'm like yeah all right you guys get back to dorms and run on it no they yeah. come I'm gonna go eat yeah I mama needs food I brought my to go literally oh my goodness wow I was just not yeah no it's probably good I wasn't very yeah I don't know. I just, like I said, I the first time I ever met Abby, I just knew that these, the Terrys were special people. And so was Abby. Because, like, I had no idea what she had. Mm -hmm. And I walked down the stairs, and I don't know if you made her, like, sit there and greet everybody. And she just acted like she, this was my first time I'd ever met her. And, like, we were best friends. And she was so happy that everybody was there. Oh, yeah. Oh. And it was like, I was like, I love her. Like, I absolutely love her. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, with with Abby came yeah, that one, that guy. Mm -hmm. and then yeah. the rest of their really awesome family. So, yep, yep, they are they are all awesome. <laughs> I don't I don't know why, but Letty loves Doug. <laughs> it's, it's a whole Santa Claus. Thing. I mean, it's something. And like to get her the in. other day, Letty and Willie. Yeah, <laughs> Letty and Willie. <laughs> Sounds like a country band to me. <laughs> Because Letty, I mean, she thinks Doug drive, drives the bus for me all the time, and she just there's gets, my yeah okay because I've seen a picture I've seen but I haven't yeah seen, oh okay so this is the whole family yep oh okay here's Quentin's football um yep that's Quentin this year right. this year yeah yep yeah. oh okay um and so. Doug, tell tell Lena the rule with Here's tattoos. <laughs> so, all three boys have a tattoo. Okay. Yes, Quentin's only sixteen, but his mother said it was okay. okay. They all the first one has to be about Abby. Oh, okay. So, Justin made that rule because yeah. he he was the one that he got the first one and. I'm like, you don't want to get a tattoo. You don't. It's permanent. He's like, I'm doing it for Abby. And I'm like, oh. So then he told his brothers that their first tattoo, if they got one, had to be. But we made them wait till they were 18. Yeah. <laughs> then Bonnie said it was okay for Quinn to get one at 16, and then we were in big trouble. But we don't care. They don't live in our house. They're off at the payroll. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so they all. They just, they all like to, that's how they can share their story and, and with Abby. And they can't tell you what any of them are. They all have Abby's name on them, though. I know. In purple. Thanks. Yeah, Abby's name in purple and some <laughs> kind of cross. Um, all right, so to finish up, let's ask our normal questions. I know you guys are avid listeners. What is your caffeine of choice? Hot black coffee. Okay. Mm -hmm. What about you, Doug? I know it's something foo foo y. Like a latte. Yes, I love. <laughs> <coughs> Bonnie's converted me to drinking coffee with her in the morning, and then the rest of the day I drink iced tea. Mm -hmm. That's true. Love. But. That is. Mm -hmm. I don't do this very often because I'm elderly and my heart condition I do like a bang oh huh I couldn't see that out of you but interesting. yeah there's a lot of caffeine I once I read it it started affecting me more <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. 
You know what I've loved watching about this? The eye contact that these two have. Just the... Or yeah, in, and they're yes, like... And they're kind of, yes, yes. I'm afraid to leave them alone. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Fighting, but yeah, yeah it's and just so like, Clay and I don't ever look at each other. I don't want to... Let's just keep going. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> or snuggle. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Or dance in the kitchen. Or dance, yeah. Dance in the kitchen. PJs or no PJs? Oh, love this question. Um, (laughs) During the winter, I have pajama pants. And then I wear a t-shirt. During the summer, uh uh-uh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, well, you do wear a shirt, well, shirt I, and t-shirt. Yes, I wear a shirt and t-shirt. Or like shorts and a t-shirt. Are you talking like nothing? Yes. Yes. Oh, well, okay, I sleep with Abby because she has seizures seizures Uh, during the night. um, You got her so flustered, she can't talk. Well, yeah, I I was like, what? (laughs) And with our family, I can't can't sleep buck naked on the couch. You never know who's going to come. That's true. (laughs) Hi, Doug. Just bringing the newspaper by. Which is her dad every Sunday. He oh comes for God. coffee on Sundays yeah. and brings the weekly newspapers. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <clears throat> okay. Um, what that do would you guys... be a good way to keep them away, though. <laughs> what are you guys sure. currently watching, if you guys like watch TV? You two catch a cold from each other. Did you just no, TV-wise. Oh, TV. TV. Oh. The rodeo right now. <laughs> yeah, the NFR. Uh-huh. Um. When we can stay awake that late. Yeah. We like the Chicago mm-hmm. Fire PD, Blue Bloods. Ooh, love Blue Bloods. Oh, mm. Tom Selleck. Yes. <gasps> oh, yeah. yeah. I'm still in the room. Oh, what? He's still oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the new, The Rookie. the And the Rookie Feds. That's not bad. I haven't seen that one. What is your favorite thing that you, it's local, that you're Ooh. only going to get in McCook? You guys can't use the same answer either. Good question. Mm. Oh, only in McCook. St. Ertz. Okay. I love their strawberry tutti fruities or their Sundays or their apple planters. Yeah, any of them, basically. Yeah. yeah, anything from St. Ertz. Yeah. What about you, Douglas? I like to surprise my wife with Nolan and Yates breakfast blend coffee. Oh, okay. Good job. Amazing. That's yeah. really good. That is good. Yes. yes. I yeah. I love good Nolan job. and Yates. Oh, their such... coffee is so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna throw this out there. I know it's like past Christmas when everyone's listening to this, but like their rice krispie treats that they sell. I don't know if they sell them all year round, but I feel like I only go at ever... the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Those things are freaking delicious, and I get them like every year. So like I have like certain really? kids that get them. Uh, where? But they're ginormous. They're ginormous, and then it's Nolan like yeah, Nolan like, and Yates. Yeah, yes. they're like this Free-packed, size, like they're a, prepackaged, yeah. and then there's like some kind of goodie yes. on top. Like I yep. like the smushed ones with the sprinkles. I got them in goodie bags last yeah. year, and, and my if girlfriend's you, son was like, "Those were yeah, amazing, heavenly." I was and, like, How'd you even get your mouth around it? I mean, yeah, they were huge. Yeah, so you cut them into like fours, like oh, if you're trying to people normal person instead of like. Yeah. Yeah. So good, though. Get those. Yeah. <laughs> what other question? You ask him a question, I'll finish. Um, how, in any way, how did this bring you guys closer together? You have to rely on each other. And we do dance in the kitchen. I know he did. I know. That's why I know there's no... Mm-hmm. And Doug's always there. Like, he's my rock. Like, and um, I do have bad days. I, I don't let anybody else see that, though. Doug's the one that gets that, you know. Sometimes the brunt of that. Sometimes, yeah. So I but. ignore. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> I would never expect that you'd have bad days. But I think it's made our marriage stronger, and mm-hmm. um, we just and we we don't take things for granted, you know. We don't know how long we have Abby, and and what's even scarier, you know, what if something happens to us, you know, which is why our boys are so amazing. Um, and they don't know who gets her either. That's the only <laughs> thing keeping me alive is they don't know who gets Abby in the will. Oh my Stop. gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> 
my boys have death threats against me. I, <laughs> no, I they don't. <laughs> they do not. <laughs> oh, God. If you could leave, if you both have to do something different, Doug, I'm making you talk, um, either a quote or a piece of advice for somebody, what would it be? You want to go first? You go first. Oh, Doug gets to go first. Doug gets to go okay, first. Okay, go. This is actually a quote I thought of driving across western Kansas because there's nothing else to do in western Kansas. Besides count fence posts. And it's a coaching quote, and okay. I've told you this. I'm going to write it down this time. I'm ready. Any coach can coach a great team. A great coach can coach any team. Oh, That was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. He can be silent almost the whole and then just drop a bomb like that. That's <laughs> all I needed to do. I'm going to that. That is good. Yeah. All right. Okay, Bonnie. Do something inspirational for him. <laughs> well, mine comes from preschool days, um, and I still tell my children and my husband this all the time, that if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. I told my preschoolers that all the time. You should have started with that. Then you know why I didn't talk much. (laughs) (laughs) No, you've heard it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think there's so much yuck in the world. And I don't know why people can't just be kind to each other, you know? Yeah. Um, We've seen that. We've been on that end of it. Like, I'll take Abby to a store or something and people stare. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like. I don't know. Sometimes that's harder to deal with than the seizures. And I think if everybody would go back to their preschool days and just remember everything they learned when they were in preschool, like how to play with each other and how to be kind and to use your nice words and share, I think the whole world would be better. And that's just like for everybody. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors to anybody. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, we never judge because you yeah, never know you what never people know go, exactly. are going through. No. And that's my thing of life. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's happening to anybody. So always yep. say nice things because you don't want to be that person that. Yep. Yeah. Well, wow. what was what? that? I don't know. What was that? Probably <laughs> not the heat kicking changed. on. This one changed me. That's good. Mm-hmm. I knew it would be. Mm-hmm. Very good. Thank you. You guys thank are awesome. Guys. Well, thank you for letting us share. Yes. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Um, yeah, you guys are. This is the longest we've been alone without Abby for years. Really? Should we keep your. She's with Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> is Kaya texting anybody? Me like, no. get home. No, Kaya right. can handle her. That's good. Kaya. Kaya's Kaya awesome. awesome. Yep. Um, I'm going to share a little ending thing because, you know, this is the longest they've been. So we might as well keep them 10 more minutes. So Bonnie, she mentioned earlier that she gets to come and she speaks with all the athletes and tells them about the walk and they are college every now and then, every now and then they would always do the purple out, which was in epilepsy. It was to um, create awareness for epilepsy. They do the walk in my shoes and, um, so there's a lot of things within the college that I've got to meet with Bonnie. And so Bonnie this year came and spoke with our girls. And I don't remember if it was Bonnie or Doug. I can't remember. But Bonnie was was at a point of, I think she was about to be done telling um, Abby's story because she just felt like, you know, is it really working or is it not really working? And, you know, it was really dear to her heart. But, like, it was getting to the point where she's like, I think people are done listening and like, and she, I think she was tired too. And she came anyways, um, and spoke to the girls. And I'm so every year, like I, you know, even if you ever feel like it's, you're not doing it, I I love for you to go and talk to my players about it because we try to teach like every day is a gift and you don't know what's happening. And like life could be so much worse than it is. And just like to love every moment of it. And you came in and talked to the girls and I don't know if it was you or Doug that texted me after and you were just so happy because um, after you had spoke, I had two players that came up and talked to you um, and had something that was a relation to that. And it just, it made you, it was a sign that you were supposed to have to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy that you did that. And um, it touched the girls to the point it did. And I remember, I don't, I don't know if it was you that texted me. I think, and I read it to the girls. I'm like, hey, I just, you know, once you know, and they both started crying and they're just like, you know, they're so happy that you did come and talk to them. And I still, I want you to say that 
everybody's listening um, to this. And I actually, on the way over there that night, I was driving and taking my cookies. I think I brought cookies or something. I don't yep. remember. And I actually said a prayer. I was like, God, if I need, if I'm supposed to continue doing this, I need a sign. Because I just felt like I was just tired, you know. And um, we have people, I have had people say, why do you still, why do you still talk about it? And because it's still important, you know, it's still important. And, it, and it's, um, it's not going away. So, yeah, my daughter's not going away. It's, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. So, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, just had to share that to end it. Mm-hmm. You have anything, Lena? Mm-hmm. No. Thank you for she the. She just wants to get in the cookies. I know. <laughs> I know. You don't bring a tin. Yeah. And have that like chocolate. I know. I'm just looking, perfect. and I the perfect size and yes. everything. I yes. know Doug didn't make those. So no. Yeah. They just came out of the oven this afternoon, oh so they should gosh, be. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So thank you guys for coming. Thank you for um, having us. Yeah. Thanks for being such good listeners too, <laughs> Doug. Thank you for always getting us from point A to point B, and um, and being a hero. Yeah. I've been doing that a long time. I started driving when Justin started school. That's crazy. Yeah. In oh two, my gosh. In 2012. Yeah. He's not bad. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good. He hasn't ran over anybody, so. Yeah, oh, don't say time. that. <laughs> We've only threatened teams to leave them in North Platte. Oh my gosh, that's another story. Let's not talk about that. I think people are just now forgetting about that. So. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I still can't remember. Um, But yeah, thank you guys again for coming. And not just thank you to you guys, but thank you to the Terry, all the Terry family. Uh, Kaya, thanks for watching. Abby, uh, I'll get you a drink or something sometime. (laughs) Or I'll hold that little baby. She's probably already drank the bottle of wine. Jeez. Oh, you know. Yeah. Um, and happy birthday week to me. This was a great, oh, this was such birthday. a good episode yes. for my birthday. Happy birthday. I love it. But, um, all right. Well, thanks uh, um, for listening to another episode of Coaching, Caffeine, and Comedy. I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And I'm Lena.